DTE Podcast. Sawyer, what's going on? How's it going, man? It's going good. We had a good weekend. College football. Can't beat it. Football's actually back. How are you feeling about that? I love it. I did not. I mean, I went to the game Saturday in Columbia, but besides that, if there was a game on TV, I was watching it. I did nothing but drive my wife crazy, lay on the couch, and watch college football. So it was a good weekend, man. I just I feel like it's fall already. I don't know if we yeah. talked about that already, but like I want flannels and fire and apple things and football 100% of the time now, but it's still like 90 up here. So yep. whatever. Yeah. It's what it is, man. You, you want to open us up for a question? We didn't even talk about it in the pre-show. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, okay. Well, we can, we can go ahead and jump into this. We did talk about this. What player that you watched this weekend impressed you the most single guy? I mean, I don't want to take your guy, but I think we have the same answer. <laughs> we might. And to me, it was Anthony Richardson. He was electric. Like, literally looked like he could be the next Lamar type, Cam Newton type. He finished with, what was it, over 100 yards rushing. And yeah. then, do you know how many he finished passing? I do not, off the top of my head. I mean, he had three touchdowns, I know, but I can't remember how many. He had like over 100 rushing yards, three touchdowns. That 45-yard touchdown rush was nuts. He looked so good, man. Here it is. So, yeah, he only, he had 168 passing yards, 104 rushing yards, and three touchdowns. And so, like, mm-hmm. again, that's against Utah. So, not like a FCS team like some of these people were playing this week. Um, he, I mean, big game, big underdog. Knocked off Utah. I he really impressed me. Yeah, already had some hype going in, but he lived up to it. What about you? For, for me, um, it was either Richardson or and Brandon Brandon Brown. Our friend is going to appreciate this. Stetson Bennett shut me up. He looked I, so good. I was one of those people that thought that you know the defense won that game. Blah blah blah. Stetson's not that great. Yeah, that's not the case. I mean, the defense is still, for Georgia, is still amazing, but Bennett's the real deal, man. And again, man, they've been hyping up that Oregon defense. Like, lost Thibodeau, but, I mean, even in the broadcast in the beginning, they were like, this might be the best linebacker grouping in college football. I still think it could be. It was first game, and they were just completely sure, outmatched with a new coach. But, I mean, you remember the, you know, I mean, Justin Flo, and is that his name, and that other yeah. guy? Yeah. I mean, Nate Sewell, Noah Sewell. Yep. Noah Sewell and Justin They're both Paul. freaks of nature. Absolutely. And I think when it comes to inside linebackers, that probably is the best one to punch. But at the end of the day, you got to have other guys around you. And Georgia's just, they're going to be right up there again this year. So I was like super looking forward to that game. Um, we're not Georgia haters over here, but we're not I am. fans. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they looked dominant. Dominant man, anybody else been impressed you this week? Yeah, uh, South Carolina special teams, but mm. you know, that's a group. But I mean, of you know, that's Beamer ball, but you know, those are both in the second half, and we almost got to a couple in the first half. And I know that Beamer pulled aside our head, special teams coach and said, Look, put this guy here, you're gonna block him. And I mean. 
I know our offense could have played better. It was really an offensive line issue, but it's one of those things where our defense played super well. And, you know, at the end of the day, you win 35 to 14. People don't ask how you got your points. It's how many. So, yeah. I mean, two block. I mean, special teams is just as big a part of a game as anything else at the end of the day. So, I mean, if you can't protect your punter, you're going to lose a game. So, yeah, I'd say 100%. And our kicker, Mitch Jeter, Parker White's successor, hit 250 yarders like it was nothing. So, yeah. That's good. South Carolina who, uh, special teams as a group. I'll take it. What, um, man? You know who else impressed me? I'm trying. I'm blanking on his first name. Illinois running back. Oh my Especially god! See, I know Brown. I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm trying to say Chris Brown. Oh, I'm I, I was gonna. I, I thought you were gonna say Sean Tucker from Syracuse. They're running back. Oh yeah, they killed Louisville. Bro, so. he, Sean Tucker's a monster. Chase Brown. Chase Brown. Bro, Chase yeah. Brown. He looked great last week. This week, he had like 170 rushing yards. Didn't I mean, they still get beat? He had, no, I don't, oh, no, yeah. Indiana did barely beat him. Um, that was, that was, Chase Brown is legit, man. Yeah, he is. I, he was somebody that I knew hardly anything about like before this year. Dynasty radar. Seriously, man. Like, he looked so good. Hold on, I'm pulling the stats. All right, the last two games... He had this week. He had. Hold on. So against Wyoming, he had 151 mm-hmm. rushing yards on 19 attempts, averaged eight yards a carry, two rushing touchdowns. Against Indiana, he had. So is he basically just free betting money? Literally. He had on 36 attempts against Indiana. 199 yards. He was balling, man. I mean, I honestly, attempts. Good gracious. It's uh, yeah. He was Derrick Henry workhorse type, but he's a monster. Somebody to look at. Not on my radar whatsoever, but he was fun to watch. Hmm. All right, let's jump into some stuff. We know we wanted to get to the wide receiver tiers. We're gonna do those a little different, just because we're talking about close to 50 guys. And so we're gonna we've tiered them up. We're gonna go through them, talk about some of the guys, ask a couple questions, but then we're gonna dig into some more college football stuff. I know that's what you guys want. Um, and then since it's college fo- football kickoff and NFL getting started this week, we're gonna hit you guys with a double episode. We're gonna do one more draft night, head to head, me and Sawyer, see who will finish the year on top. We're gonna do another one of those back to back episodes this week. Sorry, you want to start with the receivers today or you want to keep talking college football? Let's do our receivers and go back to college football. Let's keep Sounds it interesting. Good. Well, yeah, get a little book in with the college football. Yeah. All right, man. So we're going to – you want to start at the bottom, work our way to the top? Let's do it. I'm down with that. All right. Again, we are going to run through these guys. They are in tiers, not rankings, but starting off with our lone F-tier wide receiver. And, again, we're looking at mainly like the highlighted guys on each team. So we're not getting into like wide receiver threes. Most teams we're talking about the wide receiver twos, but this guy, I would say, probably going to be a wide receiver two this year. But yeah, I mean, year. you can go ahead say it. Kobe Myers, <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I mean, NC State F tier, but I still think he's a good receiver, but not a can't pro- score touchdowns to save his life. <laughs> yeah, and not a prolific pass offense. Even though I think Matt Jones is good. Um, that but, offense looks so bad in preseason, man. It, yeah, but who knows? But 
I just think he's going to get completely overshadowed by Devontae Parker and Hunter Henry and, you know, the yeah. running game. It's just yeah, he's going to be out there, Ramondre. and he, he's good. He's a good route runner. He'll catch the ball if you throw it to him, but I just yeah. don't think they're going to throw it to him much. So, no. he's up here for me. That's all I need to say. D tier, we got uh, J-Mo, Christian Watson, Julio Jones, Devontae Parker, the Chiefs, Tandem of receivers. I don't even know how to get into those. They're tried them. Putting them in D. Somebody could pop. Traylon Burks, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, and yeah. that dog, George Pickens. Anything you want to say about this tier? I feel like these are college guys and then older guys that we think are in a position to pop. Yeah, I mean, a lot of rookies just because yeah, if you're paying attention, there's one rookie on here that was not mentioned, but a lot of rookies. Um it's just one of those things where you look at you're gonna hear the guys that we listen C, B, A, and S tier, and you're just gonna be like, "Well, I can't put these guys up there yet." I think a lot of these guys in D tier, especially. I mean, I'm a huge Traylon Burks and Garrett Wilson guy, and I love George Pickens, but they could end up in B tier by the end of the year. I think that's kind of their ceiling for the first year. I don't think there's okay. any, there's no Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson in this class, but. I don't know. I, I feel like these guys could be good. I just don't feel comfortable doing it just yet. Yeah. And again, these are tiers. I think, man, George Pickens, JMO, they have potential to be like wide receiver ones initially. Again, there's one receiver we both think if anybody's going to pop into that wide receiver one tier, it's going to be this guy. But that's the only rookie that we did not have in D tier, but C tier. Sorry, you want to read the list? Yeah, I can do it. C here. So, I'm going to read it. This is not in order, okay? It's not in order. Drake London, speaking of that rookie. Mm. Darnell Mooney, Amon Ra, Kadarius Tony, Brandon Ayuk, Tyler Lockett, Terry McLaurin, sad. Gabe Davis, Jerry Judy, again, sad. Christian Kirk, and Robert Woods. Yeah, these are guys, again, like... Most of these are in bad offenses, or they're just a clear number two, bad quarterback play. Just kind of like a, a mix of reasons why their seats here. Um, but there's definitely some guys on this list can pop. We're going to keep moving to beats here. Uh, again, not in order, but we got DeAndre Hopkins, Hollywood Brown, Keenan Allen, Alan Lazard, Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen, Michael Thomas, Devontae Smith. Uh, DK Metcalf, Rashad Bateman, T. Higgins, Mari Cooper, Chris Godwin, Brandon Cooks, Mike Williams, Jalen Waddle, Elijah Moore, Deontay Johnson. Those are your B tier guys for us. Um, again, variety of reasons of why they're B tier. A lot of these guys we definitely consider to be A tier, but in my mind, these are kind of guys that are right on those fringe. Uh, like they could be wide receiver ones if they have a great year, or they could probably more likely be wide receiver twos. But now, Stall's muted. I am muted. Anyways, once we re- I, I was putting in a cough drop. I didn't want to, you know, I don't want you to hear that. Protecting that voice. Anyways, yeah. um, there's some guys in here that I think, I mean, we talked about putting an A, but it's just like, and then you look at our A tier, and it's like, should, are they up here with these guys? And we determined yeah. that they're not. Yeah. Um, you know, D-Hop. If he didn't have the suspension, he'd be A tier. Easily. No question. But he does. Um, you know, Keenan Allen's another guy, another guy we had up there. But, yeah. you know, with Mike Williams getting better and better, they're both B tier. And I, I feel pretty comfortable with that. 
Yeah. Getting Chris um, Godwin, similar to DeAndre Hopkins. Like, yeah. all the potential in the world to be an A or even has a great season. I mean, like, he's the talent to be an S tier, in my opinion. But coming there's off that lot. injury. There's yeah, a lot of wide receiver twos on this list that would be wide receiver ones on pretty much Most any teams. other team. Yeah. Like Thielen, yeah. you know, <laughs> D-Hop, Hollywood. I mean, yeah. who's the wide receiver one on that offense right now? I don't know. But, you know, Chris Godwin, T. Higgins. I mean, it's just yeah, a lot of guys that are – this tier is very, very good. Everybody yeah. on this list is very, very good. Yeah, you're stuck. But they're not as good as the next guys, so – Jacob, let's go ahead and read A tier and break it down. We're gonna we're gonna go into detail with S and A. Yeah, man, we're gonna really break down A tier. Um, let's go from the bottom of A tier. Again, we didn't yep. rank these guys, but in our mind, I feel like there's a pretty clear mix of bottom and top guys. Uh, DJ Moore. We'll start off. Uh, DJ Moore is just perennially thousand um, yard receiver, but mm-hmm. has trouble sc- scoring touchdowns. That's a terrible quarterback play. I mean, in yeah. my opinion, like talent-wise, DJ Moore's the top five receiver. Um, but just had again, I'm a homer. Just gonna preface that. But I wouldn't say top um, five, but top ten. I, I talent-wise, I, man, my opinion, easily top ten. But just a freak athlete. Um, definitely the team's go-to guy. But just had not had good quarterback play. I'm a believer in Baker Mayfield. I think that he's gonna get some more touchdowns this year. He's due for some positive regression. So yeah, DJ Moore, eight tier for me. Yeah. Next up, my guy, Cortland Sutton. Um, I think I prefer Jerry Judy, um, but that's me. That's yeah. not. I'm not Russell Wilson. I'm not the one throwing the passes. Um, from what I've seen, Russell Wilson, you know, he's really big on Cortland Sutton. We've seen Cortland Sutton produce. Um, They're having breakfast together. That's what I've heard. I mean, it's just. <laughs> Ability-wise, for Cortland Sutton, I mean, he can do anything he wants on a football field. He's big. He's fast. I mean, he's just – if we can see him stay healthy all season and Russ be what I think he can be, he's easily A-tier. How about Russ getting that massive contract, too? I mean, we got him. him He's our guy. Absolutely. Let's hope he's, you know, good. Yeah, I think he will be. Man, when it comes to Cortland versus Judy, in my mind, um, not to dive too much in this, but Cortland, we've seen him do it. Judy, yeah. we've seen him do it in college, but the game is just so different at college to NFL. Whereas Cortland, I think he's the established guy there. We saw Judy pop, but like, and I think Judy's probably one of the best route runners in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But he's going to be open a lot. Yeah, sure. Cortland just profiles as that big dominant receiver that Russell Wilson has a history of liking in the past. Um, especially with like even with like Tim Patrick going out, like I think they're going to need somebody to step up and be that dominant receiver. Yeah. Um, and so I I love Cortland this year. I think Cortland could end up being a top ten receiver easily. But yeah. like you said, we'll see Judy. Judy's a stud. I can definitely see Judy pop as well. But let's keep going. All right, my favorite guy, receiver, probably my favorite receiver in the NFL this year is Michael Pittman. Um, we've already talked about Michael Pittman. You've heard me talk about Michael Pittman if you listen to this podcast. But Michael Pittman had a massive quarterback upgrade from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan, in my opinion. Uh, former MVP, Matt Ryan. And mm. I think Michael Pittman is just going to be done for this year. Never forget, man. People do. We don't treat Matt Ryan. Like yeah, Matty Ice is he's still that guy. Man. Matty Ice is going to be dishing it 
to Michael Pittman this year. I think he's going to be a massive touchdown target. Just again, profiles as a physical dominant alpha receiver. I love it. I think he's going to be a huge jump this year. I had him in B, like top of B, but I'm okay with him in A. I'm not upset about yeah. it. So we'll see. I think we'll I think we'll be happy with that. Who's next? Tyree Kill. Um, yep. Obviously a downgrade at quarterback, no matter what he says. Um, but at the same time, people are like giving Tyreek a lot of hate for saying Tua's the most accurate quarterback he's played with. But like, that's his guy. He's not going to talk bad about Tua. Yeah. Um, anyways, I think Tua's also underrated. Um, I don't think he's amazing, but he can get the ball to his guys. Um, Tyreek will not be – if he was still in Kansas City, he'd be S here for me. Absolutely. But he's not – but he's still – so unbelievably good, yeah. To the point where, until he actually starts playing worse, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking him down to B. I can't do it. Yeah. Um. Like I said, he's just so unbelievable that he alone earned his spot in A tier. Yeah. Like disregarding what, the situation and. Yeah, that's what's tough for me. Is like, man, Tyreek is a game breaker. Like. No question. But what stopped mm-hmm. me from putting him in S is, one, the quarterback downgrade, obviously. I mean, as much as we may like Tua, he's not Pat Mahomes. No. Nope. But also, like, hear me out. We don't know that he's the wide receiver one in this offense. Waddle like, we've not so seen good. it. Waddle had an unreal rookie year. And we've got Waddle in B tier. He's been injured. But like you were saying in the pre-show, like, he plays when he needs to. And he's the young guy. Obviously, they dumped a ton of money into Tyreek. But we don't know what this offense is going to look like. Where I mean, Mike McDaniel's coming into Kyle Shanahan's offense. Kyle Shanahan is the biggest like talent based. Like whoever the best man is is going to get the football. Um, I should say performance based. But like we don't know that Tyreek is going to get the line share. I think those guys are going to be splitting um, targets a lot more than people think they will be. And you got to think, people forget Waddle broke the rookie reception record. Yeah, shattered it. I mean that you can't disregard that. No, not one hundred percent. All right, we'll keep it moving. Mike Evans next in the A tier. Unbelievable. He's got the go thrown in the football. Um, just one of those like go up and get it guys. Probably the best in the league. Still at that mm-hmm. touchdown machine. When it looked like Chris Godwin was going to be out for more of the season, uh, I think on the show, me and you even mentioned like he's a guy that could finish top three, could finish wide receiver yeah. one. Now that it looks like Godwin's coming back, and that honestly, that O line just has kind of fallen apart over the mm-hmm. offseason. I'm not as bullish on Mike Evans as I have been, but like, I don't really see a scenario where he's not a wide receiver one to finish no. the year. So he's mm-hmm. got to be an A tier guy for me. I love it. Talk about your boy. Yeah, Debo. Uh, if we're talking football player, he'd probably be at the top of this whole list. But, well, pure wide receiver, I got him an A tier, not S. Um, it was close for me, but. Probably one of the best yak players we've ever seen, if not the best. I mean, what he does after the catch is just ridiculous. I mean, he's a bowling ball that runs like a deer and can do anything with the ball in his hands. Um, if he, you know, was on an offense, I don't know how this offense is going to live with Trey Lance. I, I, I don't know off the top of my head. But if he converted to a full wide receiver and still did what he was doing, he would be S tier for sure. 
But since he's all over the field doing all kinds of stuff, I got to have him in A. What do you think, Jacob? Yeah, I think it's injury for Debo, too, for me. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's injury. Like, we don't want to predict injuries or play that game. But, like, he has a substantial injury history. Um, I don't think it's a super sticky stat. We talked about that a little bit. But he, I mean, again, profiles one of the best athletes in the NFL. It, it comes down to Trey Lance for me. I lo- I'm a big Trey Lance guy, but mm-hmm. I'm not confident at all in him this year just because we hadn't seen it. Um, yep. And so I don't know. There's a lot of targets to go around in that offense. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with Debo. Love it. All, All right. right, next, A.J. Brown uh, in the last three years has been one of my favorite receivers in the NFL. Yep. But a big change going to the Eagles. Um, I personally I think we both are Jalen Hurts believers. Oh, I, I think they're going to air it out some uh, more than they have in the past. Again, he is one of those guys that he has so much target competition with Goddard and Devontae Smith, two of just unbelievable at their position. Mm-hmm. Uh, but A.J. Brown, again, is just one of those athletic freaks. Um, I think he's going to get the touches. He oh, is, yeah. again, they paid him to be the wide receiver one, and so I fully anticipate that. If I thought that the Eagles were going to try to run more like they have done in the past, I would struggle to have him where we have him, but I think they're going to air it out, and I think he's still going to be lower-end wide receiver one guy. He's just such an alpha, man. I can't put him anywhere else, exactly. All right. Finishing up A tier, CD Lamb. What do you think, Jacob? I struggle with CD. I love his profile, but he has only like disappointed me since he's yeah. been in the NFL. Like, yeah. I, he's constantly been one of those guys where, like, I feel like every year it's like, all right, CD's going to do it. CD's going to do it. CD's going to do it. And like, he's always done good. Like, you can't be upset with how he's played. Yeah. But he's just never really broke into that like ceiling. And really played to his potential in my mind. But man, the Dallas receiving core is scattered. Like, I love Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup's probably gonna miss the four, four, first four or five games of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's looking like Jalen Tolbert is gonna be their wide receiver two, at yeah. least for the beginning of the year after James Washington is out. And so they're just scrambling so much that obviously Dalton Schultz is probably gonna be their number two receiver. Mm-hmm. But CD has all the chances to, to really be a dominant wide receiver one this year. And it this just comes is, down to me, like, is he going to do it? And I just haven't seen enough to where I'm like, CD's a lock for top five. So this is 100% boomer bust for CD. Make a break, man. This is like, if he doesn't do it this year, I don't even know if I'm going to draft him anywhere anymore. I, I have only drafted him in a couple of leagues because, again, like, and I've only drafted him if he falls. Some I don't people have him, have him as leagues. like, I think I have him in one, our super flex league we just drafted, but. He just makes me – I have to wait to see him fall to where I'm getting taken him personally. Yeah. But, all right. Chopping up the S tier. Um, starting off the S tier, Devontae Adams. You want to talk about Devontae? I mean, you know, you could talk about his connection with Derek Carr. I mean, I'm not a Raiders guy, but I will admit Derek Carr is a great quarterback. But he's not Aaron Rodgers. Um, there's going to be a downgrade, at least at quarterback, but – it also could be a situation where even with that, he gets targeted even more than he did in Green Bay. Yeah. Um, he is yet to prove that – I mean, he's yet to play bad anywhere. I mean, he, he doesn't even have bad games. Um, Just unbelievable. Arguably the best receiver in the NFL, and I would not argue with you if you told me that. Do I think he is? Probably not, but like I said – 
I wouldn't argue with you. Um, just year in, year out, unbelievable. I mean, I, there's nothing else to say for, with him for me. Yeah, when he's on the field, he dominates. I feel like some of these guys for STO, we're not really going to have to talk too much about because, like, if you disagree with these guys, I don't know what to tell you. I yeah, would love to hear an argument, but <laughs> I personally cannot imagine having any of these players out of the top five. Um, yeah. So, Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase, um, probably have the best rookie season that I've ever seen. Just yeah. another one of those, like, some of these guys truly are, like, game breakers. Like, one play, they can flip a game. Mm-hmm. Like Tyree kills in that. Jamar Chase is probably top three for those kind of guys for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. He only, like, I don't think there's any limit to how good he can end up being. Um, I think the biggest downside for Chase, the only thing really keeping him from being a number one guy is one, just T. Higgins is there. Tyler Boyd's better than people give him credit for. And that offense just historically, like, runs slow. Zach Taylor is not a guy that really wants to, like, just have a fast-paced offense, so he's going to get less play opportunities. But, mm-hmm. again, he's one of those guys that one play, 80-yard touchdown. That's going to make the day. thing is, if, if, if Taylor ever decided to go fast and open that offense, oh, it's up, over. you wouldn't be able to stop it. Yeah. Tied to Joe Burrow, they're only going to get better together. Yeah. That's I mean, all I feel like I can say about Jamar. Jamar's unbelievable. And this next guy, somebody I own in almost every league, um, the, the, best, the best route runner in the NFL – I'll down that hill. A possession guy. I mean, he he's linked with the best quarterback in the NFL. I mean, Stefan Diggs is unbelievable. What do you think yeah. about him, Jay? Yeah, I, I don't understand the hate for Steph Diggs right now. I think he's getting old, sure, but like not really um, for a receiver of his caliber. I think he's still got two or three great years left. Yeah. I think people just got burned at the end of the season last year. He had some games where he kind of disappeared. He – is easily a top tier uh, tier guy for me. Like you were saying, I think he's the best route runner as well. He's tied to Josh Allen. That offense is going to put up so many points this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you can put him anywhere else. Oh yeah. yeah. And these next two, one A and one B for me. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a toss up. I can't decide, but we're going to talk about Jefferson first. Um, obviously he had that rookie season, and you know Jamar broke his records, whatever. But then he turned around and had an even better season. And yeah. it's almost like, what can't this guy do? You know, I mean, he's great out of the slot. He's a great possession guy. He's fast. He can run routes. I mean, for a year two guy, probably the best receiver I've ever seen at this yeah. point in his career. I mean – I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing what Chase does this year, but Chase is always going to be a year behind, so it's going to be hard to kind of judge that. But gosh, I mean, Jefferson just is so unbelievably good. I mean, I think he's better than the next guy we're going to talk about. But you know, after the season this next guy had, you can't not put him at number one. Yeah, yeah, I think he definitely could jump. Uh, the next guy we won't name it. Um, <laughs> You're paying I, think attention, probably, I think he's probably better than Cooper Cup, but Justin Jefferson, like the sky's the limit. I don't know. I mean, if we're talking dynasty, it's toss up between him and Chase. Yeah, everything is saying now that Zimmer's gone, um, they might start airing it out more. What is the coach's name? I can't remember. He was at uh, he was the Rams' offensive coordinator. Oh my god, 
This can make me feel dumb. Look it up. This is gonna draw me. Yeah. Kevin O'Connell. Yep. Um, Kevin O'Connell. So rumors Sean McVay was gonna try to leave and go uh, commentate. Kevin O'Connell was gonna be named their head coach. Like, no question. Now that he's at the Vikings, he is the one that has been scheming Cup open so much. There was a quote the other day. Justin Jefferson was saying, just I don't understand how Cooper Cup was able to get open so much. Now that Kevin O'Connell is my coach, I understand. For Justin Jefferson to say that kind of thing, it could be over. We love Kirk. Um, They're going to tone up the offense a lot, I think. I think they're really going to air it out. I think we may not even see what unlocked Justin Jefferson looks like yet. Yep. So, there you go. Final guy, Cooper Cup. I don't know if we need to say anything. Triple Crown. I mean, Matt Stafford. It, I mean, it's you, the same situation. You can just say Triple Crown and that'll be it. We can move yeah. on. Yeah. He's he's a monster. Should have won MVP. Yeah. Or did he? Am so, I stupid? He didn't win. No. No, Aaron Rodgers won MVP. That's what but, I thought. That would have been done. Right. I would have said that. So, a couple of these guys, I want to see of the guys that we've not talked about, who is the hardest to ring for you? Who are you most torn on? You mean like somebody on the list that we didn't really talk about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like somebody on the list that we haven't really gotten into too much. Well, if Russell Wilson was still in Seattle, I would have DK in A tier. Yeah. Um, I think DK is unbelievable. Um, Quarterback situation, probably the worst in the NFL. Um, but I still think ability-wise and talent-wise, if it's up to him, he's A-tier for me. Yeah. Um, Devontae Smith, if – this is going to be bold, but if A.J. Brown was still in Tennessee, Devontae would be A-tier for me. Easily. I fully agree. Um, I mean, he was unbelievable last year as a rookie. He got overshadowed by Chase and Waddle for sure. But, again, if Tyreek wasn't there, Waddle would be A-tier for me. No question. I mean, it's just a lot of wide receiver twos on this list that if the other guy wasn't there, they'd be A-tier. Like, who knows? If Higgins, if Chase didn't exist, Higgins would probably be A-tier for me. Yeah. If Mike Evans didn't exist, Godwin sure. would be A-tier. Yeah. If, no, that's, that's true. And especially with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, if – one or the other wasn't there, they would be A tier. But them both being there and eating stuff, eating passes, all that, that's going to be eating stuff. Eating stuff. But, you know, because there's both of them, they got to be B tier for me. Yeah. I think Mike Williams is toughest for me. I'm like, Clemson fan. Sorry. Mike Williams, they paid him the money. I <laughs> think he could overtake Keenan this year. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot I could of people are saying like Keenan's going to be the one, but like I love Mike Williams. I mean, if you saw how they used him at the beginning of the year, last year, yeah, I'm excited about him. Um, yeah, man, any anybody that you're worried about busting, they could fall out of their tier. Hmm. CD Lamb. I was going to say CD as well. Um, CD Lamb, D Hop for sure, Lazard. A Rob, Thielen worries me a little bit. Thielen does worry me a little bit. Just um, he's an old man. I like Garrett Wilson, so I'm gonna say Elijah Moore. 
bumping down to C. And Garrett yeah. Wilson also bumping up to C is very possible. But at the end of the day, I think that would probably be, that would probably mean that the Jets' offense is better. Yeah, I don't trust um, Zach Wilson. Man. That's where I don't need those guys. I don't. I love Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson. But. Part of me is like, what if the Jets sucked and they tanked and they got CJ Stroud? Yeah, that would be scary. Okay. I don't know what else I want to talk about. Anything else before we move on to college football? I think we're good on here, man. Sweet. All right. College football. Favorite game of the week? Well, the Carolina game. There we South go. South Carolina game. But besides that, the other Carolina game, North Carolina and App State was my favorite game of the week. Yeah. I mean, App State scoring 40 points in the fourth quarter is unheard of. Um. I mean, good gracious. I mean, they went for two twice and didn't get it both times. Would have at least gone in overtime. North Carolina definitely had a brain fart. I mean, in this in the moment, you can't tell your guy not to score, but App State just scored. They were down two or down one. I don't remember. But they just scored, and they went for an onside kick, and North Carolina returned it for a touchdown and made it an eight-point game. Um, if they would just would have jumped on the ball and taken a knee, the game would have been over. But no, App State got the ball, went and scored again. Yeah. Because why not? And they went for two again and didn't get it. But that was probably one of the most incredible quarters of football I've ever watched in my life. Yeah. Bro's wild. Just crazy stuff. I mean, this this whole first week, if it's – any indication of how this season's going to go? This season is going to be nuts. Yeah, people are going to be getting upset everywhere. I mean, it's it's going to be a wild year. Yeah, fully agree, man. It's going to be fun to watch. I, uh, I mean, if we're talking about North Carolina, NC State um, should have gotten beat. Yeah, like really playing East Carolina just didn't impress me. Like, uh, well, Aylers for East Carolina is a monster. I don't know if you yeah. like. He has NFL potential. In my, I mean, yeah, he's just well, putting the ball right in the good places. South Carolina, we played them last year, and you know we had to win on the last second field goal too. I yeah, mean, they're always a tough team, East Carolina. Seriously, yeah, they always upset some people. But uh, Devin Leary didn't impress me as much as I wanted to see him against a team like East Carolina. Uh, I know they lost a lot on that offense, but uh, did you see their running back? No, I didn't watch any of that game. Oh, I was gosh, watching the no. UNC game. I'm I watched their kicker miss. I watched ECU's yeah, kicker miss those field goals, but. Um, all right, so Demi Sumo, he's got even a longer name than that, but bro, he looked so good. Yeah, Demi Suno, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it. Sumo Karmbegay, something like that. Bro, he's a monster. Like was just barreling over guys in the end zone. Mm-hmm. But somebody to look into. But, yeah, those are good games. Uh, I mean, we're recording on Saturday. or I'm sorry, Monday, Labor Day. Um, Clemson has not played yet, but everybody else has. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, the game last night, Florida State-LSU, one of the Gosh. best games. I mean, just like nail-biter. LSU looked so bad. Yeah. They, I mean, come back, score two or three, two unanswered touchdowns. Yeah. But, what? I mean, one second on the clock. They couldn't bring him in the uh, – receiver inbounds and so then they score the touchdown with one second left 
to make it 23 to 24, and they missed the the extra point was blocked to tie the game and send it overtime. You know so. what was lucky more nuts than that? When well, the LSU punt returner muffed two punts, but he muffed that punt, and I thought the game was over. And then Florida State fumbled on the one yard line. Yeah. And then LSU went 99 yards. It was it was insane, man. Great I think game. LSU is the better team. Yeah, I agree. But they are they not. They did everything they could. They're not game. coached as well as Florida State. Yeah. Brian Kelly's a joke. I hate Notre Brian Dame's, Kelly, bro. Notre Dame's new coach, man. He's he's the truth. Yeah. I mean, I I, like I know they got beat and the offense was rough, but they look like a playoff team. Yeah. Sadly. I like that Notre Dame coach. And I'm a perennial, perennial Notre Dame hater, but he's already recruiting so much better than Brian Kelly did. Yeah, well, he so. just the team loves him. Like, yeah. he's just the kind of guy you want to play for. But you can't tell me LSU players and the Notre Dame players like Brian Kelly. You just can't convince me of it. How about Keishon Boutte just disappearing? I mean, he literally disappeared today. He took all the LSU stuff off of his Instagram and deleted everything. Took it out of his bio. I don't know what that means, but. He might this just say, you know that, what, I'm sitting out from getting ready for the draft. But. This is yeah. one of those guys that, like, he's threatened to transfer multiple times. There's been rumors for, of him going to, like, Alabama and all this stuff, but he decided to stay, and they just could not get him the ball. I think part of that, like, I get why he's upset to a degree. Like, Brian Kelly, I don't think – I think that's on him. Like, oh yeah, in a game like that, you've got to get your best player the ball, and they just couldn't do it, so – I don't know. Um, Ohio State Notre Dame, great game. Really enjoyed mm-hmm. watching that. Um, I was disappointed because, like, I'm a massive Jackson Smith and Jacob fan, and I really wanted to be able to see him on the field. But he, like, he's he's not going to have 150 yards every game either. I mean, sure, but I think he's know. the best receiver in college football to me. And yeah, so it's like is. I wanted to see him play. Tweaked his leg. Just was never really out there. CJ Stroud got it done. Didn't line up the numbers or anything like that, but. That Notre Dame win. defense is ridiculous. Both of these defenses look so good, man. Like, There's a chance that Notre Dame defense is the best defense he plays all year. It's true. And so That's, I don't – That might be yeah. bold, but – I don't think the hate was really, like, earned, in my opinion. No. We talked about Anthony Richardson. Um, just great game, Florida-Utah. Anything you want to say out of them? Yeah, I mean, Cameron Rising is – Honestly, unbelievable as a quarterback. He's so smooth in the pocket. Everything he does is smooth. And I personally think, you know, if that tight end for Utah hadn't have fallen down, yeah. they would have won that game. Um, a big thing that, you know, isn't really being talked about with that game is a team from Utah coming down to Gainesville, Florida and playing in the swamp. First off, they could not prepare for that crowd. They don't face anything like that in the Pac-12. Not at all. I don't know if you saw UCLA's crowd. They had 20,000 people in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Utah, up in the mountains, you know, in the Rocky Mountains, they, they don't get humidity out there. And what they would do is they would try to practice inside with no AC, but you just can't replicate that kind of humidity. Um I'm a firm believer, and this is a hot take, and, you know, all you Florida fans are probably, if you're listening, are probably going to hate me for this. I think if they play three times, Utah wins twice. Hmm. Um, Cameron Rising's unbelievable. I think if Utah, you know, was a team that played in the heat more, 
and played down here more, they would have won that game. Now, at the end of the day, they're not. Yeah. Florida won. And that's perfectly okay. But there's a lot more that went into this game. And yeah. the fact that Utah kept it within three at the Swamp, packed house, you know, as Luke told us last time, you know, that's the last stadium he's ever played at. Um, I just – I'm super impressed by Utah. I still think they're a playoff team, especially yeah. after seeing Oregon. I mean, that's why we love football, right? It's because, like, Utah may have been the better team, but yeah. Florida showed up. So, good game. Um, really enjoyed that one. Let's talk Georgia. We mentioned Stetson, but, like, that team is dominant. I wanted Bo yeah. Nix to, like, be good in Florida. But, like, it just looked like the same Bo that was in Alabama. Like, just couldn't get anything going. Um, it was tough to watch. But Georgia looked dominant as ever. I mean, you know, Bo was good at Auburn, and he's a good quarterback. I'll, I'll say that. I still think he is. Freak I mean, athlete. Just I think he's going to be good at Auburn. Yeah. I just don't think Oregon came ready for this. Not at all, man. I mean, um, how do you? I think Oregon is still a good football team. They're not yeah. bad. Are they able to compete with Georgia? Obviously not. But I don't know there's going to be that many teams that are. Yeah. I think if there is a team in the Pac-12 that will be able to compete with Georgia, it's Utah. Yeah. And I know people will be like, what about USC? What about USC? No, they're not there yet. I think I Lincoln Riley will get them on Oklahoma's level. But they're just not there yet. Um, Utah is my Pac-12 favorite by a landslide right now. Yeah, I just I don't know if anyone's going to be able to play with Georgia. Like, Bama's going to be fun to watch against them, but Georgia looked very dominant. So I mean, you, you, it, you think like all oh, they they're losing Pickens, they're losing all these guys on defense, and then what was that white guy, that receiver? What was his oh name? Oh my 84? gosh, bro! He, he looks like he would. It was Lad. God, what's like his last McC- name? McConkney or something McConkney? like that. Something like that. And then McIntosh is unbelievable. And then they got absolutely. Five, they have five good. NFL tight ends on their roster. Yeah, bro. I mean, Lad McConkey. Little Hunter Renfro looking man. He was balling, bro. Like he was 15, but he was going crazy. So, yeah, man. I think that's all the games we want to talk about. We want to do a little, like, CTE Heisman watch. We're going to do this weekly. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to talk about the guys that impress us. Um, Obviously, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. Those are the guys that everybody knows. Um, who else are you going to put on your, your CTE Heisman watch? Um, my my two guys I'm bringing to the table, um, Cam Rising. Uh, I've talked about him. I think he's unbelievable. I think he's going to put up some insane numbers in Utah. I mean, Pac-12 is going to be bad this year. Um, it's just not a conference that can, can, that, you know, can compete. Um, I love him. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks. And it's a quarterback award. But speaking of non-quarterbacks, another guy that has been getting a lot of hype, but, you know, isn't a quarterback. Uh, um, I'm drawing a blank on his name all of a sudden. You talking about Anderson. Oh, Will Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just yeah, probably the he, best player in college football. He I is mean, the best player in college football. Should be, depending on the team, should be the number one overall pick. I mean, yeah. if it's a team that needs a quarterback, he won't be. But you get what I mean. Yeah, I think he's the best college player. Um, but it's a quarterback award. Defensive guys aren't going to get it. But he's the best player in college football. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think um, Anthony Richardson, we already talked about, really impressed me. That's the kind oh, of yeah. like playmaker that's going to be in the Heisman race. 
Um, Bijan Robinson is another name I'm probably put in. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't have to play much this week, but still had like 70 yards on the ground, receiving, I think, like two touchdowns as yeah. well. So he's a monster. As much as they're going to use him, he's going to be crazy. So he's probably the best running back. Um, we'll throw Stetson in there this week just because yeah, Stetson to. did everything that you needed him to do. And so he really my, impressed me. Biting my tongue about what I said about swallowing, him, swallowing the pride. Yeah, uh, Brandon. You know, you know what? I'm not apologizing to Brandon because he's also was saying that JT was better. So you know what, Brandon, you're wrong too. You're wrong Stetson's too. It's better. Next time you're on the pod, you're going to apologize. You're going to apologize to us about your own. Apologize to Stetson. He deserves We're going to get more. him on here, and you're going to apologize. To him. We're going to make that happen. Let's do it. Twenty-five year old. College quarterback Stetson and Bennett. All right, man. Anything else you want to talk about? We're gonna sign off. Uh man, I'm I'm just happy football's back. Yeah, it's what a sport. Showed why we loved it this weekend. But yes, it excited did. about the Clemson game tonight. Very excited about the NFL kickoff. We're gonna talk about that on the next episode, and then we're gonna do a little one-on-one best ball draft competition this year. Maybe put a little something on it. We'll see. But that's coming out probably a day after this releases. So we're looking forward to it. Really pumped that this year is coming on. We're, we're talking, we're probably going to do a college football recap and an NFL recap episode each week. Obviously, sprinkle some fantasy in there as well. But that's kind of what you can expect from us this season. But with all that being said, thanks for listening. We will see you guys soon. <laughs>